Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Austin and Ali Sports Podcast. Uh, it was a great weekend. I won one out of my three fantasy leagues. It's okay. I'll take one, two and oh. Yeah, how does it, you know, not everybody can go three and oh like me. That's all right. Three and oh. Oh, you went three and oh in all your three, leagues? Three and oh. That's all I want to say. Three and oh. I mean, hey, hey, come on now. Okay. Come on now. That's uh, about me. I didn't even ask you, by the way. It's all about me. Yeah. And um, uh, Cowboys over back, obviously, and they absolutely pounded another New York team. So what's yeah. new? Uh, Texas Rangers are indeed not back, clearly. We'll get into a lot of stuff. Uh, we got AU. We got some classes, some notes to take. We got all in the outfield, a couple of stuff. I mean, basically bagging on the Rangers. When am I not bagging on the Rangers? Yeah, that's facts. Yeah, man. Uh, what'd you do this weekend, bro? Uh, yeah, really not much. Um, just kind of hung out on Friday night. Saturday went down to Houston for the TCU uh, yep. TCU Houston game, which was pretty sweet. So got to see Lauren too, which was nice. Emily's sister. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, it was sick. It was, it was awesome. Uh, Lauren kind of took us around Houston and I know you had kind of swiped up some of my Instagram stories and all that. And there yeah, was like, like that's where everyone I, gets I, taken at. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I've never been to Houston and, and kind of experienced something like that. So I was pretty impressed and you know, there's some pretty sweet spots. So I kind of just have the stereotype of, you know, all oh, Houston's dog shit and, and all that stuff. But yeah, it's, nah, it's it was still cool. True. It was a lot of fun. It's still true. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hot out there. How did you feel out there this weekend? It, it was, bro, it was humid. The, so the TCU game, it was like a seven o'clock kickoff and we got there mm-hmm. probably like, it was like raining all day too. And so all the like, like, um, like the fan stuff and all that beforehand was just like all covered mm-hmm. in mud. Um, Ooh. and just like, by the time we got up to the, by the time we got up to our seats, like it was humid, like, um, there was no breeze, so it, it like really wasn't that hot out, but still like because of the humidity and just like the fact there was no breeze, like it just like it was muggy. But lucky, you know, TCU kind of dominated the game. I'll talk a little bit about it in AU, but dominated the game. The boys looked good, so we're taking steps forward every week. So it made it made it a a good trip all in all. So yeah, yeah man, smack the under on that cool? one too. Um, yeah, did. nothing much, did man. Yeah, I told you. You said I was sweating. I was like, bro, I'm fine, dude. Like, yeah. I'm, I don't care I thought, about TCU I, and Houston. That's I another, bro. That T- I didn't realize that TCU's defense is actually any good after that first week. So, <laughs> look, looking a lot better. Looking a lot better. Yeah, man, that's good. I tried to watch a little bit of it, but um, I didn't do much. Yeah. Friday, got off early. Uh, went shopping. I chilled a bit. Right. Didn't catch a round of golf? What's up? I did Didn't get a round of golf? So, uh, it was, so it was kind of cloudy. And like Rose, like, hey, bro, like, should we need that we can make it? And I was like, Ugh. I was like, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. And I had to get some like shopping, like I said, because it was my my cousin's birthday. It was Isaac's birthday Saturday, his birthday oh, okay. party. So did that Saturday afternoon. Saw some some Premier League Saturday. If we have time for that, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Just chill, man. And Sunday, obviously, woke up, watched NFL football, and it was amazing. Lovely Sunday. Yeah, it was bro. nice, nice little. Yeah, nothing too day. exciting. Yeah. Well. Nah, that's that's fair. Everybody needs one of those. But I guess you know. Yeah. Speaking of a little bit NFL, let's get into it, bro. Let's do it. So, yeah, started off Cowboys. Uh, nice little win, as as Ollie said, thirty to ten over the New York Jets. Um, I want to start it off. I know a lot of the big talking points is the defense and how you know it's like a Super Bowl caliber, Super Bowl caliber, you know, elite defense. But like, I want to start off with with Dak. I think that. I think that he played a great game. Um, starting out thirteen to thirteen, 
um, finishing up, you know, completing 31 or 38 for 255 and, and two tuds. I think that, you know, that's kind of the performance that we needed, need him to have week in, week out. I, I don't think we need him to, to throw for 350 and, and four touchdowns every week because we, we don't. Our defense is good enough that, that I think that if he's, you know, hitting, you know, just not turning the ball over, he's, he's, he's helping you win the game and he's, you know, continuing to keep the offense pushing along. Um, you know, I think that that's something that's, going to be great and that that takes us to the upper echelon of the teams in the nfl and like you know like we had kind of talked about it last week like somebody like josh allen who you know is a stat padding quarterback and has like all this hype around him but you know he has 80 something turnovers in in four years and somebody like justin herbert who again like just gets a lot of stats but like can't get it done when it when it matters like we needed to score points and dak was able to get the offense out there and score points they they had I understand, you know, we kicked a ton of field goals and, you know, couldn't um, couldn't convert in a red zone, but like still we're in positions to score. And I think that that that, that red zone offense is going to be something that kind of picks up um, as we as as Dak and offense gets a little bit more comfortable with McCarthy calling plays and Schottenheimer being the OC versus, you know, what they did with Kellen Moore and stuff like that. So now I was I was really impressed with Dak and, and, and the offense in general. Yeah, man, it was. um a lot of people are obviously upset, um, or it's like a 50-50. You're either like really hyped yeah. up about it or people are sort of nitpicking, which is nothing wrong with that. I think it shows good signs like, yeah, you're 2-0, and but even your own fan base is still not too confident, even though you're starting yeah. 2-0, and when you should be it's happy anytime Cowboys, you man. win in yeah, NFL football Cowboys, bro. I know. And like you start to hear things, and I was like, you know, I mean, 30-10, to 10, you have a plus-minus differential of 60? has to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 30, 40, yeah, 60. Yeah, 60. Yeah, and people are complaining about the offense. Um, but no. I definitely see it, like you said. I mean, but you got to think about this Jets defense that just had three turnovers or three picks off yeah, of uh, it's uh, Josh Allen the week before. And it's a yeah. great defense, man. Like, I, w- I was willing to see it. And, I mean, offense did what it had to do. You didn't see any, like, really big play Dak. It was just give it to CD quick and get him open and just yak. It was just yards after catch. And, and I, I think that that's, that's, and that's like how I think the offense needs to be played, right? I think that you, you have playmakers out there for a reason. You need to get them the ball in space and get it to them quick. And it allows, allows people to make plays. And I think that's a, that's a, a like a successful recipe and especially at all levels of football, really. Right. And I mean, I think CD Lamb is an elite wide receiver. And I know that, you know, in training camp and stuff like that, he was kind of talking about how he's going to show everybody that, you know, he's in that upper echelon that Justin Jefferson, that, that um, Jamar Chase level receiver. And I think he, he's done nothing but show it. I mean, even last this week, he had 11 receptions, 143 yards. Like just anytime you get on the ball, he's going to make a play. And, and, you know, he may take a big hit, but he's going to get up. He's going to take that first down. He's going to take what you give Dude, him. He had that and massive just like, hit. I was so scared. That one where he flipped and lawn chaired, bro. Yeah. It just, it like, just gets he's up. Not getting gets up. up like it's nothing. I was like, he's gets not like getting up, but he got right up, up and you know, did the, and I was like, okay, he's fine. Did that. I was like, okay. Dak, bro. He's <laughs> good, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I mean, we saw with Gardner. Yeah. With sauce Gardner. Have you saw that? I don't know the tweet yeah. I sent you. And I think people yeah. are talking about it too. It's like, Oh, like why isn't it Dak doing like big plays? Like, he's still not blah, blah, blah. He can't prove this, this and that. And then he's like, why? he was talking to him. He's like, why don't you throw my way? And he's just like, <laughs> Bro, I didn't need to. I didn't, I didn't need to. One by yeah, 30, I, I threw it where I need to. Yeah. Me and my guys do uh, get the plays going. The, I just didn't need guys to. Guys are open. Yeah. Yeah. There's and I no love that response, to. which and is I, true. 
Yeah, and like I think I think Sauce had like one opportunity for a pick, a pick, and you know, and that would have been to the crib, but that would have changed there. the whole it game. It would have been, yeah. And so, I think other than that, I think I think for the most part, he made good decisions, and you know, I really really like where the offense is at right now. I think that we need to get the run game going a little bit more, but yeah, like you said, I mean, you can't complain. I mean, we've scored, we're averaging thirty five points over our first two games. So what? Yeah, I mean, and you we're, the we're scoring next. points. They ain't gonna challenge you. Yeah, yeah, and so I mean, kind of hitting on the defense now. Like we have an elite defense. It's very clear. I think. I mean, aside from like what T.J. Watt did last night, like Micah Parsons is is the best defensive player in football. I mean, it's got to be without a doubt, right? Like, and as mm-hmm. a defense, I mean, have another game: three sacks, five TFLs, um hit Zach Wilson five times and had three interceptions and a forced fumble. Like this, that, that turnover margin is just such a, like having a positive turnover margin is something that like is such a big recipe for success. And I think that this defense just, just helps. And, and they, they turn the ball over, they get to the ball, you know, they make good plays like Dan Quinn, like he's a fantastic defensive coordinator. Like, and we just got dogs on the defensive side. Dogs, just straight dogs. dogs. We got depth, bro. We got depth. If I were to say, yeah, and yeah, yeah. So I mean, and like, if anything, I was worried. I was worried about the linebacker depth. Like, I knew our, our D line would be okay. I knew our secondary would be okay, but like, and I, I know linebackers was kind of where we were gonna be struggling. But like, Marquis Bell and Vanderesh, like, they're playing well. Like, there's really no causes for concern. Just gotta gotta keep everybody healthy on that side of the ball. So if we do that. I think it's it's gonna be a special season. It's gonna be a special season. Yeah, it's good. I know it's only so, two weeks, bro, but I've seen a lot of glimpses of a lot of good things going our way. Yeah, yeah. So we just got to keep going, and you know, I, I, you know, I'm trying to take a more realistic approach to everything because I don't want to get my hopes up too high. But I see you know, you're joining like, my train. Like I feel like at the beginning of the like throughout the podcast series, you've just been so high on everything. Like, dude, like you're high with the Rangers, and I said, bro, don't. I was like, let's stay, yeah, stay level, that. stay on the ground a little yeah. bit, okay? I'm like on. I'm on, the, like, I'm on the floor. I might be under the floor. Yeah. If I'm being honest, you know, with all my if, expectations. If you have no expecta- if you have no expectations, you can't have your expectations crushed. You know, it's kind of can't think get about disappointed. It. Can't get disappointed. Mary Jane said it herself uh-huh. in Spider Man, bro. <laughs> she did. I have the picture saved and everything, bro. She did. I get it ready for every postseason. <laughs> every postseason for the Cowboys. Hey, hey. I post it right after the loss. It's just like I, w- I didn't expect anything. Hey, hey. I can't be disappointed. <laughs> I didn't expect hey, it. Just gotta be a pessimist. Makes it easier, huh? Yeah. Makes it, it easier. Randy yeah. just gets surprised, and you're like, "Oh so shit!" A couple okay, things. Cowboys Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, can you imagine? Come on. Um. Yeah. A couple things I was pretty, I was pretty, um, you know, taken aback by, and I felt like it was pretty obvious. Like when you were looking at it, like it kind of made sense. Um. Time of possession. So the Cowboys had the ball for 42 minutes and 15 seconds compared to the Jets having the ball for four, uh, 17 minutes and 45 seconds, which unbelievable. And that just kind of shows like just the methodical drives that the Cowboys are having and the defense are doing a great job just keeping them like getting the ball, like not allowing, not allowing big plays from the Jets aside from the big touchdown catch from, from Garrett Wilson. But like, I mean, yeah. he's a playmaker. He's going to make a play. It is what it is. Um, and then just total number of plays. I mean, the Cowboys had basically double the amount of plays that the Jets had um, 83 to the Jets, 46, just like just shows, I mean, like when you can control the game and just have your offense on the field, like you're going to be all right. And so still got, got some kinks to work out. It's still early in the season, but you know, if they kind of keep stuff, stuff like this up, I think it's going to be, it's going to be a good year. So 
Got anything else on the Cowboys before we kind of head over? Yeah, for sure. What I, what I really liked is like your defense is being so like game changing and so little snaps, like still being so good, and you're giving them all the rest they can. I think there was I heard I think there was yeah. maybe three or four guys that played all defensive snaps, and it's still only 46 snaps. Which so is you impressive. keep them fresh. Yeah, you keep them fresh, yeah. and which is like I love that because one, you're not risking injury. Two, you're getting other guys in, and you never saw the level of play go down. If I'm being honest. No, I don't think and so. And that's either. what's a good thing about just the offense keeping the ball, controlling the game. And what I'm excited to see, uh, I hope it's not next week or anytime soon, but I know the Eagles did this a lot, or I think it was the Vikings, where like there was a quite a bit of time last season where you never saw them trailing in a game. So yeah, obviously that's something that we still have to overcome. It's going to happen. And uh, I think it was massive for the Cowboys to win the toss, and McCarthy said, yeah, let's start with the ball. Against yeah. his defense, against and the Jets. I, I feel like that's, that's, seven. that's something that they've, yeah, I feel like that's something that they've done kind of like frequently. I think they did it a couple times last year too. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I like that mentality. I think it means like, hey, like, yeah, we're like, gonna show take them the up, ball. Bro. Yeah, we're going to mm-hmm. hit the ball. We're going to go down the field and we're going to score seven. And we're going to set the tone right now. And that's something that, you know, it, it's just the could, confidence. Have, I love it. It's the confidence. And, you know, when you have that, like, that confidence in, in your ability as like an offensive coordinator and just the weapons that we have. I think we have a, a really special team, which is exciting. So can't get too high, can't get too low, but I think we're, exactly, we're looking bro. all right. We're good. Yeah, man. Um, I don't really have that much else on the game. Other than yeah, you, I, I was I gonna, know. yeah, we can mention uh, Brandon Aubrey. Uh, he still hasn't opened my DM, by the way, guys. He doesn't want to be hey, on the Austin hey. podcast. Everybody, everybody DM He's got like 2,000 followers, bro. I know he saw it. I know he saw it. I'll throw, I'll throw, let me, we got to lob him one too from our personal accounts. See if we can get on here. Right? That's what I'm trying, bro. But again, um, he was a dog. You saw him finally use that um, leg of his. Was it a 55 yarder? 50? Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty deep. Yeah, it was in the 50s. I think I want to say it was 55. Uh, we finally get to see him do that. Um, he's just the fifth kicker in the Super Bowl era. It's probably like ESPN stat. I'm sorry I keep bringing these up. <laughs> he's the fifth kicker in the Super Bowl era to successfully make at least seven field goals in his first two games of their career. Yeah. So I just, I mean, I mean, it probably doesn't what happen often because two games, but seven field goals is a lot. Yeah. So if you're the guy that's it's impressive, yeah. battling the Cowboys, you're just like, oh, they're not, they're not making, they're not making points. They're in the red zone. They're not scoring, which you could say that, but you've never been in the point where you have to be, um, you know, dang, I don't know what the word is, but like eager to score a touchdown. They've never been to that yeah. point. Where they have to do that, yet. yeah. They've been ahead by yeah, so much, they, they don't, so they just don't take have the to go for. They don't have to go for the fourth, like fourth down. They just exactly. they take the points. They're just going for the going is. for the points and get practice for him kicking. And I'll leave you yeah. guys off with this question, if you want to answer. Do you think the kicker situation can be like the Rangers bullpen? Nah, don't say that. Aubrey hasn't been in a situation. There. Don't put that I'm, out I'm there. Saying, don't put that out there. <laughs> don't put that out there. Okay, that's it. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. We gotta keep the good mojo. We gotta keep the good mojo. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Nah, and the last thing, uh, Ronald Jones got released. Uh, who cares? Nothing news, but I feel like we have yeah, to throw that I out there. That was, I think that was yeah, going to be okay. that was pretty, pretty yeah, expected. That's Cowboys thing. Once and then suspended, we'll head yeah. into uh, Thursday night football with the Vikings yeah. and the damn you know, Eagles. Fun fact, you know, since we had both kind of picked opposite sides of the spread this game, and it turns out neither of us won. So we pushed <laughs> We push, we I push. guess, you know, let me see another day. Yep. Um, so Eagles end up winning 34-28 over the Vikings. Um, Ollie talked a lot of shit on Kirk Cousins and, you know, hey, it's lights are bright. Is he going to show up? Primetime Kirk was there. Primetime Kirk up. was there. It was, scary. He, it was scary at first. 360 yards, four tuds. I mean, I think that's something that's like, shows he was around. I mean, just a lot of like sloppy fumbles. 
from from the Gosh, Vikings. Man, I know like the punt uh, returner, that punt return yeah, early in the then, game, you get a really massive return, and then you just fumble, bro. Like yeah, dude. and then like uh, what was it Justin Jefferson had a like had a touchdown. Dude, that just, one was crazy. Slipped out of his hands right before half. Slipped like, right before the changes. end zone. So it's a touchback. Yeah. yeah, it just changes just stuff like that. Just stupid fumbles like that. Just kind of change the change the momentum of the game. And I think that I mean I don't really think that the I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but I don't think the Eagles are as good as they were last year. I think they they have a no, lot. No, they haven't to be shown it yet. Clearly, no. I think I think Jalen Hurts is regressing. Uh, I guess regressing back to his mean from what he was last year. I don't think like last year, you know, he was borderline MVP shot or whatever. Sure. But I don't think that like throwing the ball, he's anywhere near what he was last year. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the Eagles rushing attack is, is still, I mean, dangerous. I mean, obviously right. You had Deandre Swift with 175 yeah, tell me yards. How Swift got on the one carry last week, the week before, like week yeah, one, just... he had one fucking carry had him on my team. And I know Gainwell was a scratch, and I said, you know what? But I'm not – I literally called my friend. We both have Swift in different leagues, and I said, are we both going to leave Swift on the bench tonight and go off? He said, bro, I'm willing to take the risk. Like, I can't do it. I got one carry last week. What are we supposed to do? And I said, okay. And I texted him, like, dude, 27 damn points on that bench, bro. That's so tough. You ran all over them, bro. Gosh. That's the only thing, obviously, I'm scared of once, once we get to the Eagles. Yeah, I, I don't think. I mean, we haven't we haven't been tested on a rush like a, just a strong dominant rushing attack yet. I mean, because I mean the Giants are so far down behind. Hall so. and, and yeah, Dalvin but, Cook. No, but like I mean, we got up to, like we were up on them so fast yeah, on both exactly. teams. So we haven't that they had, had to, to the play from the back yet. Like we've played, we've played good running backs. Like Saquon's a good running back. Brees Hall's a good mm-hmm. running back. Dalvin Cook's a good running. They just back. got taken out the game. Like we've been. They just got taken out of the game. Like I think Brees Hall led the team, led the Jets and carries of their running backs, and he had four carries. Like just something like that. He's like, real butthurt about that. Is not. Yeah, he is. So, yeah, man, we'll see how it goes. I think we got a little bit of time before we play the Eagles, but I think that, um, yeah, I'm interested to see kind of how they match up as they kind of keep progressing. I don't think that they're as good as as they were last year. I think they're going to kind of regress, and I think that the Cowboys, I think, have the inside track to, to kind of winning that division. Yeah, I haven't been impressed yet with them. But, like numbers are really lying, to be honest. I mean, I think they've covered no. every spread, yeah. or at least like push. They covered last week. Uh, push, push yeah. this, and I'm like, it just, I don't know. I'm still not like buying it. Like it seems like teams just keep like shooting I themselves know. in the foot against these guys. Yeah, and I don't know what it is, but I just I hate Nick Sirianni so freaking much. Dude, get me started on that guy. Bro. I. Was he's crying so during cringy. the national anthem, bro. He's and he's just oh like, my, oh, he's just, he's, I'm telling you, bro. He has a punchable face, bro. I'm telling you, man. I, just, I see him on the screen. I just he does such a it's punchable like, face. It's just something about him, bro. It's just the absolute. And on top of that, he's worse. the Eagles coach, so I'm just like, yeah, yeah. it just makes it worse, even more disgusting. So, yeah. No, I see you have a, a little note here about the QB sneak. What do you What do you got got with that? The fuck do you do about that, bro? <laughs> You're telling me like. You got two guys, like a puppet or like a Muppet, just shoving their hands up his ass and just pushing yeah. him down, bro. And, I mean, I'm mad because we don't do it, if I'm being honest. I'm hating the player, yeah. hating the game. I'm doing everything about it. But you see uh, yeah, it coming. I mean... You see everyone stuffed in there. Reason why we drafted uh, Mozzie Smith, so he can be there to try and stop that. And I'm sorry, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. You just 
there's nothing you can you do. You got to put like seventeen. You got to put like seventeen people in the middle of the box, and, and yeah, then I mean, and then watch. props They're to gonna, Jalen Hurts, have, bro. He squats like what six hundred, six seven hundred pounds. Like I'll give him that. I'll give him props for that. But it just it pisses me off because it's not my team doing it. We're not executing it like they are, and it, you just can't stop it. You know it's coming, and there's nothing you can do. Yeah, it's brutal. I don't know. It's and it's so it's just ugly football, and just adds to my hate of the Eagles. Exactly. Adds to my hate. But to continue moving along, the we have two more games left to cover from last week. Um, just I want to quickly hit on this game is the Giants and the Cardinals. So I don't know if you saw it, but Giants ended up winning by three, but they were down twenty to zero at halftime, and then they ended up scoring twenty four unanswered points in the second half. Um. So I, I guess I have a question for you is are the Giants good or is Arizona bad or are they both bad or are they both good? I, I yeah, answer that question for me. Uh, can I phone a friend? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, I no, I, I obviously don't think the Giants are good. I mean, yeah, that's a pretty good year to give you last year offensively and stuff like that. Yeah. Daniel Jones had a, I thought he had a positive step forward into yeah. his career. The reason why For he sure. got overpaid, he got paid, but he, yeah. you know, um, does he deserve it? It's just, I, I didn't catch much of it. Obviously, I was watching the Cowboy game because it was at the same time, right? They played at three o'clock, I'm yeah. pretty sure. And I had red zone on the side, yeah. so I'd switch in and out from those games. And then, but yeah, once I saw like 28 or 20 or whatever, and I was like, oh my God, like they're losing to a team that wants to lose. They're not out there to win. Yeah. They're literally with, going out there to the lose. With a quarterback that has been there for two weeks. Yeah. The exactly. quarterback has doesn't been even there know two the guys on, on, Doesn't even know his receivers yet or anyone on his team. Yeah. Just, hey, you, you know? And <laughs> I think it's, I mean, Giants are obviously still trying to contend. Obviously, I think that's why they were able to come back. But I think if the Cardinals really wanted to compete, they which would put clearly they're not. The, they're yeah. getting the draft pick. They're getting the draft pick. They're not. Yeah. They know this they're season's getting, in the, they're drafting in the mud. Williams. Yeah. If Caleb yeah. Williams wants to go there, ask him first. That's talk facts. to him before That's you facts. do that. And so, yeah, I want to say it's Giants definitely not good. Throw them out there, obviously. And Saquon's going to be out for a little bit. So we'll see how that goes. Surprise. Yeah. And, yeah, Cardinals are just bad. And we got them next week. And I feel like everyone's getting really ahead of themselves on this that Cowboy Cardinal game. I'm getting really scared. What if this is the yeah. one? That I'm telling you, I just, I have that, you know, like just the Cowboys are going to let me down eventually kind of feeling. And this is the perfect game to be let down by. I mean, we're playing in Arizona. Like you're playing a team that just got like got screwed out of the first or so the second game basically. And yeah, man, this, this should be a game where we do the same thing that we've done the last two weeks, but I just trying to see nothing too crazy. Just do your job. Walk in there. Yeah. It's, and I hope it's, it's just the, the players themselves don't get too high on themselves. Because, like, guys that we listen to on the radio, everyone's just like, oh, you know, beating them by 20, beating them by 30. I'm like, okay. I was like, hopefully the players aren't thinking like this. I hope yeah. that they're still trying to out there and, like, kill I, people no matter what and just keep stepping on them. And that's the that's the beauty of the NFL, right? Like, everybody's a professional. And, like, any given Sunday, like, you're, you're getting smoked by a team. It any does not matter. Sunday. I mean, what, happen. like. I think what like the Vikings last year were like fourteen and two or some fourteen and three, and mm-hmm. we just like showed up in Minnesota and blew them out by forty. Like, just never know. Yeah. You never know. So that's that's NFL, bro. You gotta take every win it. with it, and you gotta run with it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so, and I, I'm 
if I was a Giants fan, I'd be kind of worried. Um, obviously, right, getting blown out week one, and then you know just having this kind of like close close game week two against a team that you should be beating by ten at least. But not to mention their next five games are, are really tough. I mean, they play Thursday night in San Francisco against a, a San Francisco team that's like balling out right now. Then Going they play crazy. Seattle. Yeah, they play Seattle at home, which Seattle just they should win that game. But Seattle just had a, a big win against um, a good Lions Still team. Still consistent in my with them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I need to see what and they're then, really capable of. Yeah, and then they're going to be playing in Miami. At Buffalo Oof. and then against uh still undefeated uh Commanders team too. So I think the next yeah. the next five games are it's gonna be tough. And I you know but Saquon's out for I think he's out two to three weeks. So like two to three weeks of that nature. Roughly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with an ankle sprain. So that's if if I'm a Giants fan, I I would be seriously concerned that you know and at the end of what would that be week seven, like the Giants are sitting at one and six. Which is a very real Probably. possibility. Yeah. You if know, you were to think they'd I mean, win one of those games, they, what, what team do you think it would be? I think they beat Seattle. I think that's if they win one game, they yeah, beat Seattle. Out of all those teams, yeah, it'd or, be that team. It'd be Seattle. Or they beat Washington, but I would say Seattle. I I, I, I don't mm-hmm. think Washington's very good either personally, but I th- I think that realistically they, they go with two and three and they win their home games and, and lose the games on the road. But so that, I mean, what, that would put them at three. I put them at three and four. So I mean, four. that's you're still living, but like, mm. still that's that's. I mean, there's a like I said, very real possibility that they're one and six going into week eight, which is yeah for a team that wanted to like compete for the division. That's that's a brutal brutal <laughs> wake up call for them. Come on, yeah. Um, and then last game, uh, was the one that happened last night. Obviously, right, like uh, Brown Steelers. Steelers end up winning by four. Super sloppy game on both sides. Um, God, it was disgusting. You know, kind of all the all the yeah all the headlines were you know Nick Chubb just basically just blowing out his knee again, which you know sucks for him. <sighs> yeah, same knee that he kind of he did it in college too, which uh, I heard. Yeah, I yeah, it's just absolutely horrible. So, um, Cleveland offense is going to be in trouble. I think um, Jerome Ford, the guy that kind of stepped in and was their like number two back, looked really good in relief. I think he had like a hundred something yards. On mm-hmm. maybe fifteen or sixteen carries, which is really impressive. And I think that yeah, I mean he had that, that big seventy yard run that was almost a touchdown. Yeah. So that's what most of the yeah, come. He, I mean, yeah, he looked yeah. pretty slow. I mean, I'm not fast myself, but when I was watching on TV, I was like, this guy kind of <laughs> looks slow. I looked faster, yeah, but he so. looked kind of slow on my screen. Yeah, and I think that I think that Cleveland's like offensive line was obviously looked really bad. I mean, Steelers defense had six sacks, had six TFLs, and hit Deshaun Watson eleven times. Like that's. That's piss poor from the offensive line. Yeah, like, I think their own line's one, pretty hurt right now. And I was looking up at their own line yeah, rankings. So, I think, uh, what's that? Uh, one the PFF, PFF, I think, had them like before preseason, had them, I think, like ranked top five or four O line in the league. And yeah, I, I know there's some guys hurt, I'm pretty sure. They just yeah. haven't performed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's definitely something. And like Deshaun, like Watson, I mean, look terrible. Whatever your opinions are. Yeah, he just, he's looked bad, right? So, um, it's, it's definitely tough. And, you know, obviously fun fact. So kind of similar to like your Deshaun, uh, not Deshaun, Deandre Swift kind of thing where you like called mm-hmm. your boy, my friend called me or texted me and he's like, Hey, like I have the Steelers defense right now. Should I drop them and pick up Cleveland for this game? Or what should I do? And I was like, honestly, I think you drop Steelers defense. I think, I think Kenny Pickett, like it's supposed to be raining. Like he has small hands anyway. Like he wears gloves. Like it's going to be tough to throw the ball. Um, 
you know, Cleveland's a good team. Like I think they're going to put up points on, on the Steelers. And like, I was cooking, didn't even really like look at the game. And he's like, mm-hmm. bro, like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, what happened? <laughs> and he's like, Oh, pick six. Pick six. <laughs> just, as, as the game, as the game like goes. And the, and the bad thing was he had like a, uh, he had like a 20 point lead on the guy that he was playing. And so he had the, the, the Browns defense and he was, pl- so he had a 20 point lead with the Browns defense. And the other guy had Deshaun Watson and ends up mm. losing on the final drive of the game because the Steelers defense had, I think they had like a, a pick six or something like that or a fumble recovery. Mm. I don't yeah. know. It's just whatever it was. He ended up losing on the final drive of the game because Deshaun Watson, like, Deshaun, um, like, gets enough points. And I was just like, ah, bro, that's so brutal. He was trying real hard for me to lose my fantasy like, lineup matchup. I'm just letting you know right now. He was trying yeah, real hard. I, I just needed so. I would needed two points and the Cleveland defense. But if it would have just been Deshaun, I would have been shitting myself the whole week, the whole day. I was like, dude, yeah, he's trying Deshaun, so hard. Deshaun is, he looked like dog shit. Yeah. So, you know, he's um, a he's the 31st quarterback, too, with um, completion rate only behind Jeez. Zach Wilson. Or in front of Zach Wilson. Nah, so the only tough. person behind him is Zach Wilson on completion rate. Yeah, it's not good. Among the NFL quarterbacks. Good. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, and he got what two hundred fifty million dollars fully guaranteed. <laughs> we all know where that's going. Yeah, it's going to the massage parlors. I'll tell you that much. You hurt? Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I was kind of thought it was crazy because Pittsburgh only had nine first downs, while um, the Browns had twenty. And then to kind of put it into context, the Jets, who had the ball for seventeen minutes, had twelve first downs. So. Steelers defense not good. There are Steelers offense not good. Defense very good. So see how that kind of goes. But yeah, man, that's kind of all I had on a uh, recap of games this week. I know it's kind of talking a little bit too much, but NFL's in full swing. Football's in full swing. So we got a lot to talk about with it. Yeah, man, it's America's sport, baby. America. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um. So and then kind of just looking ahead really quick. I got some games to watch. Um. Giants. Niners. I think that's going to be an interesting game to kind of see how good the, the Niners are. Um, they're 10-point favorites, the, the Niners are, which I, I wouldn't want to bet that. I think that's too big of a spread. Just in general, it's a big spread. Um, Chargers, Vikings, that's a battle of two 0-2 teams that are kind of like looking bad and you know need to kind of get back on track really quick, and that's a pick them. So, I mean, yeah, I'd probably shoot the Vikings. Out. I need to see the, yeah. the over-under on that one. I mean, because offense yeah, last year pretty be. high. So yeah, it might just be a shootout to see who scored more points. Yeah, I, I think I would take I would lean the Vikings on that, but I don't mm. know who knows. Um, Saints Packers, I think that's going to be a good game. Um, I want to see if the Saints are for real, and they're two and zero right now. I mean, they just be a pretty bad Carolina team. So yeah, they um, struggle the too offensively, are, man. Derek Carr yeah, so, is piss poor. Yeah, so the Packers are favored by two. It's in at Lambeau too. So, uh. I'd probably take the Packers since it's at home. And like you said, yeah, I mean, take Packers are pretty too. shitty. Um, mm-hmm. And then Jordan Love's more, looking pretty good. Yeah, he's looked pretty good this season. And with so, Watson, might come back too. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I think that's going to be a, a kind of like a game that kind of like tells people, you know, what's going on. Um, Lions, Falcons. Falcons are surprising 2-0 team. Lions just lost the game. Like we kind of mentioned that they shouldn't have to Seattle. Um they just lost uh, CJ Gardner Johnson. Gardner which is Johnson, like a big, yeah. like you know, yeah, big big tone setter on the defense. So they're favored by three. I would probably take the three, 
points with Detroit, yeah. assuming that they're going to get back on track. They're playing at home. Um, I don't know if I'm a super big believer in Atlanta yet, but that's kind of yeah, a toss-up for tough me. Game, and then the last one I want to say the spread's pretty close yeah. for that one. Three? I mean, I they think, just got yeah, two think, running backs think, that just can pound the ball and, you know, Strider, Strider's yeah. not going to throw the ball as much. But I think because the Lions yeah. are kind of – you still have the questionable with Amon Ross St. Brown. I heard you got turf toe, blah, blah, blah. So that's a big yeah, offensive weapon fair. now. And then, and then with the, the defense with C.J. Garner-Johnson. And Montgomery, yeah. And Montgomery. Yeah, it's got gives, bro. It's gives shot. time. It's perfect for my fantasy. Yeah. It's gives so, time. That's a good shout. That's a good shout. Mm-hmm. And then uh, last game as a preview is Eagles Bucks. I think we kind of mentioned this. Bucks are two and zero also, which is you know kind of crazy. Baker Mayfield's cooking right now. Who, He's cooking. Not me. I'll tell you that much. I would have never guessed that like Bake was just going to cook like that. Um, Eagles are five point favorites. I would probably take Tampa in the points. Personally, I think mm. it's it's at Tampa. Um, like we said, the Eagles haven't really been playing well, but they did get a little bit of extra rest because they played on Thursday. So. No. They got a fat ass rest, know. bro. They play Thursday yeah, so, and then they get a Monday night football game. Yeah, yeah. So almost two weeks. Uh, that is crazy. That is crazy. Now that you think about that. Golly, yeah. man. Yeah, I yeah, hate man, this, that's, man. That's all I have. That's all I have. I know. I think I see a couple more notes that you got, but that's that's all I got for weekend preview and all that stuff for NFL. Yeah, uh, I just had some teams right here. If you wanna, you can. Rank them however you want. Put some teams down that are zero and two, um, and how would you rank them on like that? They'd just be panicked, you know. So okay. you got the Bengals, Chargers, Broncos, Vikings, and Bears. Um, I think that the most dead team is the Bears. I think that's pretty obvious. Oh, um, yeah. Justin Fields is There's dog no shit. Fields. Mm-hmm. He's I, I would bet a lot of money that they are basically punting on Fields and they're just tanking and they want to get. They're going to draft a new quarterback this year. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, their offensive coordinator is putting like Fields in a bad spot, and Fields is like kind of commenting on it and just talking shit back in the press, which like doesn't look good. Um, mm-hmm. After that, I'd probably say I think the next four are probably pr- all pretty close. I think you'll kind of find out a little bit more this week, um, specifically between the Chargers and the Vikings. Whoever loses that game is obviously zero and three. They're in a really bad spot. I think the Chargers are probably a little bit more pressed than the Vikings are because they're in such a good division. So, I mean, they play what? They play the Raiders, they play the Chiefs, and they play the Broncos. So, mm. I mean, that's 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 tough. Whereas the Vikings, you know, the, the NFC North isn't as good of a division. I mean, you got the Packers, you got Lions, and the Bears. Lions. So, I think... Yeah, so I think I think you're okay a little bit more if you're if you're the Vikings. Um Bengals, I think that you're gonna be all right. I think Joe Burrow's still kinda recovering from that that calf injury. So if he has like two more weeks where he just plays like dog shit, I think I think that that's that's gonna be tough. And then Broncos, I think there's still a lot there's gotta be optimism because they got a new coach and they're kinda trying to settle in and stuff like that. But I mean it's just too much too many unknowns with the Broncos to hit the panic button, I think. But I, I definitely think the Bears are, are dead in the water already. I, I think there's no saving them. I, I mean, if they win two games this year, that'll be impressive. Wow. No, I totally agree. And did you hear with the the Broncos? Uh, Russell Wilson's like going to wear like um, a play sheet now on his uh, hand because supposedly he doesn't understand oh, the plays no. or he just can't like, I don't know. Supposedly he's having trouble communicating plays to yeah. his guys. So he's, a veteran quarterback has been in the league for fraud. so long. Yeah. So what did that give you? 
Yeah. Project. I mean, that's all I got for and NFL. I think that I've also seen, else. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I've also seen, like, one last note on the Bengals. I think I've seen that on the Bengals. Like, this, they, Joe Burrow and them have started 0 2 so many times that, like, I, yeah, that's what I keep hearing too. And I, I guess it's, it's, it's hard to forget for since Super Bowl and then AFC title game. And just yeah, like, like, you know, just like, <clears throat> I think they'll be fine. I, I think that, like, of of the teams in that group of five to be the most optimistic about, I would probably say it's the Bengals and the Vikings. And I'd mm-hmm. probably say least optimistic about the Bears, then the Broncos, and then, and then Broncos. I guess the middle team. Yeah. And then the middle team would be the Chargers. Mm-hmm. It, it would be for that. Sure. So, but yeah, man, I'm 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 gonna go get my glove real quick. Let's get ready for a little Ollie in the outfield. What do you say? Yeah, man. Uh, can you pitch? Uh, what kind I of experience I do you have pitching? No. Uh, it, it would be probably just the same outcome as the Rangers bullpen. Uh, it probably can't be that bad. I promise you. I don't know. I, I guess, yeah. I mean, Austin Hedges has been out there pitching a couple times. He hasn't looked too terrible. And he's got the best uh, bullpen ERA for us. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. I believe uh, it. So, yeah, let's get to all in the outfield, man. Texas Rangers. We got way too damn high, my guy. We was on cloud nine What's with new? this team. What's We're new? on cloud nine with this team. Uh, go out. You're in Toronto. Need to win at least two. Three is amazing. And you go out there and sweep them in a four game series. You think the yeah, offense impressive. is back. You don't have to test the you don't have to test the pitching because you blew the game out the water. You outscored them. I think you scored like about thirty something runs against them. It's amazing. Come back or so I'll I'll give them the Friday one. I don't know if you heard so because so I kind of forgot that Toronto's not the US. So you yeah. have to clear customs when you come back. And I okay. think they didn't get back to their hotel until like Three or four in the morning or something like that. Okay. Yeah. And you have a game. Guardians were off the day before at home. Terrible scheduling on MLB on their part. Yeah. I'll give them that. We saw you were I told you Lucas Gilito was gonna pitch and you were excited. Yeah, oh yeah. We were pumped. The fraud. Yeah, and yeah, fraud had eleven Ks. Shut us out. (laughs) Do we not know ball? Oh no, we we know we don't. Why do we do this? This is the fun part. Come on now. Come on now. This is the fun part. Have a note have a note later. (laughs) And then you go to Guardians, uh, you get swept. Look That's awful. So you should have won Saturday. You're one one lead. Will Smith gives up a lead. Surprised? No. 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 But what do you do? You really got nothing else in that book. I'm telling you, you, you got nothing else. You brought up um, someone named Lats or something like that. He had a pretty good oh, yeah. uh, AAA pitching, something like that. He had like a 5 ERA though in this season, but he had a pretty good August from what I heard. Again, you get swept. Um, come back play Boston in the middle of the second game as we're recording this and you get your full lineup back full strength on Monday you get a Dolly's back you get Josh Young back and I was close I sent you the text of what I had the lineup yeah, we're it was close. so close. We're, close we were close we were cooking it um, but you got a Dolly's dropping down all the way is it six hole right he's in the six hole now yeah he was in the six hole yesterday and yeah. then, was he in the six hole today too I think so and he homered today yeah and um, yesterday's game, again, Monday's game, another blow. You blow it. Um, you're up by two runs. You get, a Marcus, you, you get Marcus Simeon, first pitch homer, and you're like, okay, we're back. Yeah, like, we're Red, back, Sox are, Red Sox and Guardians are out of the playoff picture. Not officially yet, but they are long Basically. gone. They're playing for nothing. They're looking forward to be home already and just forget about baseball. They don't want to play baseball anymore. And that team beat you, swept you. And you're going against the Red Sox. He's got a two-run lead. Bringing Will Smith. 
to the point where Bruce Bochy, I mean, you saw the video, he finally he was breaks pissed, character. And he I was love it. Pissed. I give him props. I don't know how you sit there and you know the, oh, I mean, camera guys in the product, the production booth, they got to go, okay, get Bruce Bochy on the screen. And you know, he's just yeah. you know, always just like, no, I'm sure no, he has so uh, many things in his head. He's just like, damn, bro, my fucking team so sucks, bro. <laughs> but what do you do? And then you finally get the camera on him and he's pissed. He's pissed. You pissed off the old man, bro. Better get a heart what? attack, bro. <laughs> God, I'm sure he felt that all on his knees. So you blow another lead. Uh, I was pissed. And they get him on the fan today. And obviously, they're like, hey, first question, we're going to ask him. What happened? Why are you mad? Why are you mad? <laughs> yeah, why are you mad? And he answered. He chuckled. And he was like, you know, some of us, I mean, we're human. Guys, we show emotions. Like, I'm competitive. It happened. He's like... Um, we had talked about something and they did the complete opposite, supposedly. Like, obviously, I don't think that's where the pitch was supposed to be. And then, allegedly, I heard, too, the guy that um, they walked. So, they walked intentionally or they walked someone yeah. base-loaded to try to face this guy, the lefty. And his nickname is literally the lefty killer, which means he hits good uh, uh, against lefties. It didn't, and didn't, wasn't Will the guy Smith that we is a lefty. Walk, wasn't the guy that, that we intentionally walked, like, hitting, like, 180-something? Yeah. Or 160-something? He was, like, like, the eighth like, hole. Yeah. Well, you don't do that. It doesn't make any sense. It just like does not make any sense. Yeah, you tell me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, do you have the game pulled up for this one right yeah, now? Yeah, uh, we're currently winning four to three. Uh, Big Heen <laughs> Heaney is He's pitching in? in the top of the seventh. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Um, you have all the went five. He he went five, and then Stratton came in, pitched a clean one inning, one inning no hits, one K on eleven pitches, and Big Heen dogs in there right now. So you've all gave up three. With, yeah, he gave up three. Um, yeah, we got a guy on. They got a guy on second. So and then they and got then one out. Can you out, see who so. scored for the Rangers? Because I know Adolis had this the solo homer. Yeah. Um. Let me see. It's pulling up right now. Sorry. I know Simeon. Okay. Um. In the fifth inning, Simeon single to left with Leody scoring. Nice. And then in the sixth inning, so that took it to three to two. And then in the sixth mm-hmm. inning, uh, Jonah Heim double to right. And oh yeah, Adolis scored, and then Tavares, Leody singled, and then Heim scored from from uh, second. So wow, okay, props that to Leody. To... That's a guy under the radar. Leody's been, Le- been hot. Leody's been he had a seven game hitting streak. Lately. He was batting like three eighty. Yeah, really? Okay, see, so mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you yeah. never know. So yeah, man, it's uh, it's tough. It's we got to get back on track. We got to win tonight. I think tonight's as as much of a must win as you can have. I think we're we're yeah. even dead even with the Mariners for that final wild card spot. And the only reason why that we have the wild card spots is to be able to hold the tiebreakers. So we yeah, have the Astros to keep on losing. Blow lead last yeah. night. And, and Cedric we get, Mullins we get Seattle. Dang. And then we seven games, Seattle bro. We have weekend, seven right? games. Seven games with Seattle, yeah. bro. That's, we go that's three, gonna determine three. Three and we go then four. three and then three in and LA we, and then we end the season four in Seattle. Four, Dude, that series yeah. is gonna be massive oh. if we keep playing the way we do. Are you going um, this weekend into games? And we, I mean, we could easily win the division, bro. I mean, the Astros have the Orioles. Um, I don't okay, know the rest of the schedule. I'm kind of mad that I don't have that pulled up. But Astros, again, suck at home. Lost at home yesterday. And we'll talk about the Astros real quickly, too. They've been helping us trying to get close. Like, no one wants to win the division. I don't know what's going no, on. It's almost, like the, it's almost like the um, NFC East a couple years ago when we were just absolutely oh, yeah. dog Everybody shit. Everybody was 7-9. Every yeah, exactly. No one wanted to win. No one wanted to win. As a Rangers fan, I'm okay with it. Like, okay, so they lose a series to Oakland and Kansas City. Yeah. Back-to-back series losses. And we couldn't take advantage of that? 
<laughs> hey, um, good news. Um, White Langford still raking. And yeah. Austin and me talked about. Uh, Austin mentioned to me off camera. First at bat, double, triple A. Yeah, I mean, I can pull it up. What I don't. It's gonna take me a yeah. second to look it up. What what he has. And then now, you got but... um, yeah, and you got Jack Ladder too, getting promoted to triple A. So two big dogs that. Obviously, Jack Ladders have looked way better since coming off the devel, devel, de, uh, development developmental list. development list. There you go. Uh, so you he's been it. looking good, and then he might not be not too far off. Yeah, they asked Bochi today I'm too. I'm kind of confused. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of confused on what they said of what they're doing with him. I think what they said that I guess they just promoted him to keep him like in season, and that he's not. Right now, he's not active, but he's, like, with mm. them training, I guess, is, is how I took it. Yeah. I, th- like, I don't know if he was going to start or anything like that. I think he was just going to be there, like you said. Maybe just throwing some, like, bullpens. Yeah. Which is, like, you know, scapegoat sure. for him coming to Arlington, I guess. Sure. That's what I'll say. I, I don't know. But yeah, I but mean, Bochy again, it? and the fans said, hey, we've thought about everything. Because they asked him, like, hey, yeah. we asked you about Carter. And you said, we're thinking about everything's on the table, and now he's in the big leagues, doing pretty good. And then, come here a couple weeks later, and you're like, hey, that boy Wyatt just got drafted, but he's raking for you, my guy. He's raking. And Jack Lyers looked amazing. And gotta try everything at this point. I'm telling you, gotta try everything. I don't think it, realistically, I don't think it happens. Okay, so, all right, let's just play, all right. I'm also sorry for everybody listening. Like, this is, we're just kind of having a therapy session, so I hope you guys are okay with it. But um, so say they bring up, say they bring up uh, Langford, White Langford. What do you mm-hmm. do with him? Do you who do you who do you sit? Do you DH Leody. him? I mean, but Leody is hitting three seventy right now. And he's on. I mean, he's been raking. I think he's been doing all right. And he's a switch I mean, hitter. So do you, like I said, I don't know. Yeah, you I mean, probably yeah, DH like, Garver. I mean, but they're both righties. Lang- Langford's a righty, correct? Pretty sure he's a righty. I think he is. A, I'm pretty sure he's a righty. Yeah, I mean, Garvey's so, I mean, too, and then... I mean, do you put him at DH? You, do you... I mean, do you take out Evan Carter? And like, especially what could happen? Because isn't Evan Carter pretty bad at hitting lefties, too? But, I was I mean, about to say, also Evan... it can be a platoon platoon guy. Um, He's been playing yeah. a lot more, I think, giving him more at-bats with lefties. But yeah. if you keep doing that, I mean, that's fine. And once they switch to a lefty or to a right-handed uh, pitcher, then that's when you make the switch. And... He's been doing. He's been. I think Bochi did a good time or good job of that throughout the year, like pinch hitting for guys, yeah, or putting up a lineup that says, "Okay, this is what I'm going to do right now." But if the time comes, you have Jankowski, Grossman, whatever, to be able to come in and pinch hit. So I think if realistically, if that were to happen, I think Leodi is just so valuable. He's lucky he's a switch hitter and he's pretty hot right yeah. now, getting on base and stuff. So I think that's what you would do with Carter and Langford if if that were to happen. Okay, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. That's my thoughts. But yeah, man, do you got anything else on the Rangers before we kind of keep wrapping? Uh, that's around about it, man. Field? That's about it. Cool. I think I, I think I did pretty calm. I stayed calm throughout yeah. this conversation. Yeah. I think, nice I think little, I did pretty nice good. Nice little therapy session. <laughs> yeah, you should see me over the weekend. Get your weekend, frustrations bro. out. Fuck. I believe it. <laughs> yeah, and just some quick news around the diamond. Uh, so Rays get an approval for a new stadium in St. Petersburg. Um, don't time. know why they need a new stadium. I think they their... they were like they were threatening to move, mm-hmm. and so I think if I'm correct that they were going to go to like Montreal or something like that, or like yeah, split I was time, that, like yeah. half mm-hmm. in, half in Montreal, half in St. Pete. So mm-hmm. I guess the Tropicana Field, I think, is their current stadium. It's like pretty run down, and like there's so many times that like in the 
in the ceiling she lose the of ball the, of the yeah exactly so I, I think maybe that i don't know yeah um yeah 1.3 billion 30,000 seats for their average this year is 17,000 so what are you gonna do with those 13,000 seats that are empty That's ray's got question. no fans i feel bad they're a good baseball they're a good team. team they were just they were just in the world series a couple years ago covid series yeah, here in arlington and they i just i don't know any tampa ray tampa bay ray fans I don't either. Couldn't tell you one. And I um, I like I said, I feel bad the that team. they have no one. All right. Yeah. Come on now. Oh, oh you know right one. Now. I got it. I got there you right go. Now. I was like, that's I was okay. like, you did not just say that. I got it. Okay. Okay. got it. <laughs> yeah. That's, but that's um, okay. no, I mean, it's, I agree. They, they have a team that's like, it's not big names. It's really not big yeah. names. And they, they, they just can do it. They play. Yeah. And Good starting team. pitching has been really hurt this year for them too. Losing Shane McClanahan, uh, Cy Young guy that was going to win for sure. And yeah. so I feel bad for them that they just have no fans and like no one wants to watch them. So yeah, <laughs> they're getting that new stadium. Um, obviously, they're happy. I did read about that. They were going to split time in Montreal and Tampa. So yeah, St. Petersburg, 30,000. But this year, they're 27th in the MLB in average for home games. Yeah, that's pretty sad. Um, Only team below us. them, Kansas and oh. Oakland. Yeah, it's tough. They're all pretty, they're pretty good. dog shit, too. Um, just yeah. to, if you want to get mad, uh, Corey Seager just had an error that uh, led us to, or led Boston to tie the game. So they got a man on first and second with one out. You know how bad the <laughs> error had to be for the scorer to actually call it an error? Because they never call errors anymore in the MLB. Yeah, it was a throwing so error. I can't... Apparently. Oh, God. How many outs were there? Yeah. There was one. Oh, uh, there was one. Okay. Verdugo grounded into a fielder's choice. Dahlbeck scored on error. Urias safe at second on a throwing error by shortstop Seager. Most well, is nice. Um, yes. Yeah, um, Otani had All surgery. Right, well. <laughs> Otani had surgery. Um, he's uh, going to be on track to hopefully hit opening day next year, but he will not be pitching at all next year. Um, he will be available to pitch until 2025. I'll take that DH, bro. Please. Yeah, so does that change the price right on him, just being a DH? Yeah, it has to, I think. I think that because it's like no zeros? guarantee that he can stay healthy pitching-wise. Because what, they were saying he was going to get, what, $60 million a year? A some nice cool 45. Shit, some crazy amount. Yeah. For, just yeah. call it, because what, he's like 26 or 27, right? It's pretty young still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe eight years. Eight years. Uh, three hundred and sixty million or three hundred eighty million, something like that. Whatever that comes out to. Yeah. Pretty, so I think they're roughly going to like, around numbers. like the six hundred mil. I think is where they were going at it with it. Like just predictions. Yeah. That was with him pitching. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, if he's mm-hmm. only going to be able to play DH, I, I mean, and there's pretty genuine injury concerns. So, I mean, maybe he just kind of turns into a closer or a relief pitcher when he does pitch. Yeah, I don't know to try and. I don't know if he'd like that. I think he'd want to stay starting pitching. And I mean, I think yeah. if he ever if he does sign with the team, or obviously he is going to sign with the team, and when he comes back to pitching, you might have to tell him to be a like your team would have to adapt to maybe like a six seven rotation. rotation. Yeah, that makes sense. I have them like in college or like high school baseball, just Friday night. Hey, Friday night's your day. And the whole yeah. team has to work around it. 
You know, it's like you're going to yeah. pitch Friday night. Okay, that's what you're going to do. And to keep him healthy, and I'm, I think that's not a bad idea. It's just that the team is capable of having like those extra days messing up everyone else's routine. But you're like, hey, yeah. you're not Shohei. So you have to adapt to this guy right here, yeah. okay? You do yeah. whatever you want. Clean his Makes shoes sense. if he needs to, bro. Help him with his English, <laughs> goddammit. Type shit. But, yeah, no, he got surgery, so that's going to happen. Um, obviously very interested. I don't know what the odds are of him coming to the Rangers. Um, but, you know, we have we like to pay people that are injury-prone or just have previous injuries. Yeah, that's facts. So Mike Trout and Otani will look very nice in Arlington. Were you gonna say something? No, no, no I'm good. I'm, no? Uh, okay. I guess I was. I was like thinking in my head. I was like, "What happened to JP Martinez?" Because I remember that we signed him the summer that uh, that we were going after Shohei and didn't get him. So what happened to him? Is he still in the roster? Um, no, he got sent back down, and as he got sent back down, he hit a homer. So obviously, he can start rake. Just wasn't doing at the MLB level. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, that, I was yeah, like sitting uh, here like last, thinking about yeah. it. I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I but like, last but not least. Um, I don't know how interested people will be on this, but HBO Max is going to have a new add-on from Bleacher Report that they're going to have live sports now since everyone's doing it. Interesting. Uh, they're going to have live sports. Um, it'll be free if you have I think if you have HBO Max, it's going to be free until March of 2024. It's going to start October 5th, right before the MLB postseason. So they're going to be carrying a lot of games. Um, let me see. I have this. They have a lot of stuff on this. I don't even have HBO Max, but maybe it's time. Uh, so yeah, they're going to show the MLB playoffs. That's the big thing they're going to be sponsoring. Yeah. MLB postseason, 60 live NHL games, 65 NBA games. They're going to be doing the uh, October 24th Denver Nuggets versus Lakers and the Suns and Warriors. Uh, the NBA in-season tournament is going to be on there too, allegedly. Interesting. Uh, the NHL Winter Classic, 2024 NCAA Division One Men's Basketball Championship. So March Madness. Yeah, that's um, MLB regular season starting next year. Stanley Cup playoffs, MLB playoffs, or M- NBA playoffs, and the U.S. men and women's national soccer team matches, including the She Believes Cup. Yeah, I've seen, I know I watched, like, it was like one of the January games that the U.S. men's national team had. So, yeah. I mean, oh, you've seen before on the streaming service? Oh, wow. Yeah, I think just, the, that was only one. Yeah, it was like the very mm-hmm. first, the very first one that they did. So, yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of the times now right just everybody's doing their own streaming service which might as well get cable to loop them all together at this point but yeah i mean there's no yeah, i don't man, think cable exists anymore right there's no way there's like direct tv stream and stuff like that i mean i guess like youtube yeah. tv is basically cable so yeah but it's just taking over yeah that's yeah, man, that's all i got for me i'm gonna hit the showers get my notepad and yeah. take some notes get roll au yeah Hey, you. Yeah, we can we can kind of blaze through. It would be a quick class. Today we're running long. Um, so I'll hit a couple couple games from last week and then kind of look forward to a couple games I thought were interesting. So first game, obviously, that I kind of mentioned was TCU-Houston. TCU ends up winning 36-13. to 13. Um, I thought it was a great all-around performance from TCU. Um, their defense just like, locked up Houston, gave up six points on offense. The only touchdown that Houston scored was on a kick return, just missed tackles, which has kind of been TCU's defensive issues this year which is, isn't really surprising um offense looks good just kind of got to stay efficient in the red zone and, and just convert and you know can't be on like third down and stuff like that just got to be got to be better i think we converted like only six of like we were less than 50 percent on third down which is pretty shitty so just got to clean that up and and 
you know, we're getting into we play a pretty big rivalry game against SMU this weekend. So and SMU is a pretty good team. So kind of got to keep going. So I think that we beat SMU this week. I think we got a good chance to kind of string a couple together. And I, I'm really optimistic. You know, after the first week, I was like, you know, on suicide watch. Um, And I think now that like you can kind of see like they're getting better every week They're You know, it's not as bad as it was. So, you know, hopefully we can kind of like, you know, kind of string a couple along and just get better every week. And, you know, maybe we make a play for the Big 12 championship at the end of the year. Um, BYU-Arkansas was one of the games I kind of talked about last week. Um, and I was actually really impressed with BYU. So this game was going on as I was driving down to, or as the same time as the TCU-Houston game. But kind of catching up with it on highlights and, and Twitter and all that stuff. Um, you know, BYU, that's a really impressive win for them. And, and like in Arkansas and stuff like that, right? So um, KJ Jefferson, who's Arkansas's quarterback, just made a couple crucial mistakes in clutch moments. Um, and, you know, I kind of feel like Arkansas kind of beat themselves. Um, some stats here, BYU only had seven penalties for 45 yards, whereas Arkansas had 14 penalties for 125 yards. Like when you do that, when you're an undisciplined football team and just kind of, you know, make some turnovers and, you know, you just beat yourself, like you're not going to win a lot of good games, especially against a team that like BYU, that's a good team. I, 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 if they had a better schedule, I think that I could tell them, I could say that they would possibly compete for the big 12 championship, but you know, they play TCU, they play Texas, they play OU, they play tech. Um, they just play a lot of really good teams in the Big 12, so it kind of sucks for them. But you know, I think they're still a good team, and they can kind of make some noise and, and knock some teams off. And I wouldn't really be surprised. Um, and then the game that I said was my lock of the week, you know, turned out to be a really good game. Um, this was happening as we were driving down to Houston, and Missouri ends up winning 30 to 27. So shows how much I know ball. But you know, really, it was a really good game. I mean, it was two evenly matched teams. I think. Um, Total yards pretty much about the same. Kansas State had 408 to Missouri's 430. Uh, 19 first downs to 20 first downs. Um, six penalties to seven penalties. Um, so, yeah, and it just overall just kind of just making plays when it matters. And, you know, Kansas State had an opportunity to kind of close the door, and they didn't. So, you know, kind of let you let you let a team like Missouri kind of hang around, and especially Missouri's playing at home. It's just not going to do it. Um, and then fun fact is Missouri's kicker hit a 61 yard field goal as time expired, which is in general, is just crazy. But this dude is an absolute unit. Um, there's a lot, a lot of people kind of talking about him, but his nickname is the thicker kicker, which I thought was pretty, was pretty funny. The thicker kicker. So I don't know the thicker kicker. He's like 250. Like he's a unit. Yeah. Yeah. And there's that one guy, I forgot what school it was, like the 34 year old kicker. Living his dream. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, they're out there. Um, TCU's punter is thirty years old, Australian. So, been there for five years. So, get yeah, a job, I mean, bro. Well kids, stuff like that. Yeah, I know, bro. <laughs> it's crazy. That's crazy. Um, and then kind of the last like wrap up thing was it was a pretty big letdown week for a lot of teams. Um, Texas, Bama, Georgia, Florida State, Colorado. They all played close games. Um, Texas ends up beating Wyoming. But I mean, they were pretty like pretty. Ne- I think they were losing ten seven into the second half. Um, Bama was was down, you know, in a really sloppy game in the rain, and uh, against South Florida, Georgia, you know, I think ended up only beating South Carolina by seven. Florida State beat Boston College by two. Like that's and Boston College is not a very good team. Colorado um, beat Colorado State in double overtime. 
and you know Colorado State probably should have won that game and gone for two at the end of the first overtime so just a lot of like really close games and for a week that you know didn't have a lot of like marquee matchups there's a lot of really close games and, and teams that kind of got caught um caught lacking um and then the big 12 you know while they did have a good win and BYU had a good win against Arkansas and you know Texas had a good win against uh Bama they had some embarrassing losses this week from kind of like teams that are in the bottom of the Big Ten, or the Big Twelve. Um, Iowa State lost to the University of Ohio. Uh, the real Miami, Miami of Ohio, beat Cincinnati thirty-one twenty-four. Um, Oklahoma State got like absolutely dog walked by South Alabama. So, like that's just a dog shit result. Like Mike Gundy, you know, is playing his kid at quarterback. Like it just it it's abysmal up there. So. Yeah, there's a lot of um, Matt Campbell, the Iowa State head coach, like uh, is like walking back to the locker room after the game, and like this guy, like I don't know if you've seen the video of this, but this guy's like, "You're on the hot seat, you're on the hot seat," and he like is like trying to jump over the barriers to like fight this guy. Like it's just these teams are all a mess. It is absolutely brutal for some of these teams. Um, and then kind of just looking ahead, there's a lot of like really really good matchups this week. Um, Florida State, Clemson, UCLA, Utah, Colorado, Oregon, Ole Miss, Bama, like all, I think there's eight, I think there's eight or seven like ranked matchups, which are all like going to be amazing. So for a college football what fan, you like, need uh, from last what week, you need, right? Last so, like, weekend. Yeah, you're, mm-hmm. yeah, you're a neutral, like this is going to be a great week. Like get a laptop and a TV set up like all day Saturday. You're going to have shit to I'm watch in. because I mean, yep. there's so many good games. Um, and so I kind of did want to run ahead. I, you know, I got nine games here that that I think are are good good games to look ahead to. That you know, I want to pick a little winner. See see what I was thinking. Let's see how, yeah, see how I can do. We can, this, we can right? look. We can look. We can look back on it last next week and kind of see how I did. So, uh, Florida State Clemson. They're playing at Clemson, but I think that I would want to preface this. I think Florida State wins as long as their quarterback's healthy. Um, I know at the in the game last week he kind of was like I think he like banged up his wrist or something like that. So. You don't know, but, I mean, as long as he plays, I think Florida State wins that game. Uh, UCLA-Utah, this game is in Utah. I think Utah is the higher-ranked team, and UCLA is starting or playing a freshman quarterback. But I think that UCLA still wins this game. Um, Utah, as long as their starting quarterback is still hurt, I don't think they're very good. Um, They beat a a pretty shitty Florida team, which beat a pretty shitty Tennessee team. So, yeah, I I think that UCLA wins this game. Colorado-Oregon, obviously – Colorado's pretty hyped up right now, but I mean, Oregon's just a better team. I think that's that's Colorado's kind of twenty and a half dog. Yeah, and I think I, I don't I think they cover, but I don't think they win. I also said the same thing against TCU. Even with no Sanders too, or I mean, uh, Travis Hunter. <laughs> yeah, I still think they I, th- I still think they cover. It'll be a shootout. Bet the over, whatever the over is. Bet it. If it's be high, especially man. college football, I, I was, be high. I would say anything under seventy five. Any 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 over under seventy five. I bet that over. Uh, I think that hits. Um, Ole Miss Bama. I think the Bama's just dog shit. I I don't think they're very good. They bench your quarterback, right? Uh, yeah, but he's also now he's starting again. This yeah, he's starting again this week. So, I think that Ole Miss is a better team than Bama. I I think this is the year that Lane Kiffin beats beats uh, beats Nick Saban. So. Um, Oregon State and Washington State. I think these are pretty two really good, like underrated teams in the Pac-12 that you don't really hear a lot about. Washington State, their quarterback, his name is Cam Ward. He was like an FCS guy, so he played at the University of Incarnate Word in San Antonio. Oh, he was wow. like the fresh. Yeah. He was like the the Heisman for the FCS level. I think it was two years ago. 
So in the 2021 season, and he transferred mm-hmm. to Washington State after that year. So he's kind of been he's like low key like been balling. He's a really good quarterback, but I think that Oregon State like they have a really good run attack. Their quarterback DJ Uangalele was a quarter the quarterback at Clemson up until last year, and then just transferred to Oregon State. So I think that he's like a um, this is gonna be a pretty pretty good game. And they, honestly, like I want to watch it if I if I have the time. And I think that Oregon State ends up pulling that one out. Um, Ohio State Notre Dame. This is probably one of the marquee matchups of the weekend. Um, I think it's number six versus number nine. I've kind of gone both ways on this, um, but I think that I'm going to lean towards Ohio State to win just because I think that Notre Dame is always, they're always fraudulent until proven otherwise. So I think that's just kind of what I'm going to go with. Uh, BYU-Kansas, it's kind of like a nerdy game, Big 12 game that I'm kind of excited for. Um, Obviously, BYU coming off a big win against Arkansas that we just talked about. Um, Kansas is a really good team. They lost. Uh, they lost the game this year already. I think, if I'm correct. But they beat uh, Nevada in a close or game. Or they haven't lost a game yet. They sh- they're three and they're both three and zero teams. But they just played a game against Nevada that was like way too close. They're kind of banged up, um, but they beat a pretty good Illinois team. So I think that ultimately Kansas ends up winning this game. I think Jalen Daniels, their quarterback, is just a playmaker and he's a stud. So they're gonna do it, do it right, and then. I wanted to pick one upset that I think is going to happen that you wouldn't really expect it to be. And I think that UTSA is going to go into Tennessee and I think they're going to, they're going to shock. They're going to shock Tennessee. Like San Antonio. Uh, um, yeah. University of Texas, San Antonio. I think that they're a really good team. Um, Tennessee is kind of in shambles right now. They just got taken to the cleaners against, against Florida in Florida. Um, their quarterback isn't, uh, I can't remember his name, the Tennessee quarterback, but he's not very good. I, this is as much of a trap game for for Tennessee as you can find. Um, and I think that UTSA, I, I'll on our whenever we post our our picks for the for the weekend, UTSA covering the spread will absolutely be my pick. But I want the record to show that I'm picking UTSA to win this game outright. Just why not? You know, I just have a gut feeling about it. They have a really good quarterback. Um, you know, Jeff trailer, uh, I think is his name is their head coach. And just like, I think mm-hmm. they're going to be really good. So, and obviously the last game is the battle for the iron scale at TCU SMU kind of see who's the big, the better, better team in the DFW Metroplex. And obviously I'm gonna ride with, I'm gonna ride with the frogs. I'll be there beyond, yeah. beyond, uh, beyond scene, having a good time, but oh, yeah. yeah, man, quick, it's kind of quick and dirty AU. Um, I know we're kind of running a little bit long here, so we can kind of finish up mm. our segments and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, man, that's all it's I got. Like good that's good content, got. though. Good content, man. Good content. I love yeah, it. Here and there. So I'm loving it. Yeah, hopefully everyone's enjoying this. <laughs> I hope so. Hope so. So yeah, yeah. man. Uh, moving along to a little YDKB. You don't know ball. Um, I do got a shout out, Colin Cowherd again. Um, again, you know, after, the two-time, after, two-time champ. <laughs> two-time, two-time. After going zero and five week one, he you know. Improves by a little bit, goes 0 4 and 1. So he pushes one, but still goes 0 and 4. Nice. Um, <laughs> missed the Bears plus two and a half. That was a dog shit game. Giants plus four and a half. Um, which I was also on the Giants, but you know, what are you going to yeah, like, do? Yeah, I can't blame him on that one. Yeah, I can't really blame him on that one. Uh, Broncos lose a close game. Uh, Patriots plus three. I guess I can kind of defend that one too. And then Panthers, they push the plus three. So yeah, Colin Cowherd doesn't really know ball still 
until proven otherwise. Yeah. And then, you know, I kind of just threw a little something in here. We don't really know ball because we kept saying the Rangers were back. And they're proving us wrong. Um, us as a show so, did not know ball, man. Um, yeah, we did. I don't know, know why ball, people but, are listening to us, but hey. Come on, come on, you got to tune in, tune in. It's a joke, it's a joke, it's a joke, it's a joke, dude. Come on, subscribe, come on, subscribe, rate five stars. Please, please, um, yeah, do you got any? You got anybody that I'm missing that doesn't know ball that you want to give a little shout out to? Um, does Will Smith count? Yeah, Will Smith counts. Yeah, Will Smith's a piece of shit and he doesn't know ball. <laughs> With his shitty ass three pitch repertoire, bro, has a fucking like 70 mile per hour curveball and like a 89 and 90 mile per hour fastball. What does he think is going to happen? Yeah, it's tough. So, yeah. you know, is this a venting yeah. session or is, it, is the whole this a personal vendetta ball. segment? The whole bullpen okay, should just sure. not be, have a ball. They should just shouldn't have a ball. Okay. All right. And then, yeah, I yeah. mean, that was yeah. YDKB, you know, quick yeah. little segment. And then last little, little mm-hmm. segment that we got is a little hot take of the week. Um, I'll let you go first. You can do the honors if you want. Okay. Yeah. I don't have anything yet, but I'm not even sure. I feel like every time I do this, it's not crazy hot take. I mean, I think it's a good hot take. Yes. But our very own Michael Parsons will be the NFL MVP this year. I like it. I like it. It's not a quarterback. I, I don't... It's not a quarterback award. It is Micah's award now. If he's healthy and he just keeps on being the lion that he is, crawling, dragging his nuts all across the quarterbacks on his sacks, <laughs> he will be the MVP. What do you think? What stat line do you think allows him to to win MVP? Um, how many sacks is he at? Three. He's got to four. He's got to be at three. At um, there's what seventeen games. Yeah. Three times seventeen is. <laughs> um, 41. I say, God, no, nah, he won't get. Uh, I think his line was like eighteen and a half. I give him like. I don't even know what the all-sack season leader is, but like 25 sacks, bro. So he's currently on pace for 25 and a half sacks. Okay, yeah, see, there you go. 25, 26. Yeah, I think I think that's a good shot. I think if he hits like 26 sacks, maybe maybe a couple forced fumbles, maybe a pick, maybe two picks. I think that that's, I mean. And I just think just... If, the, if the defense just stay as like how they are, what's their new name? Their defense name? I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't Gosh. know what they're calling it. Um, Do they have a name? I thought they did. I forgot. But at least it's not Hot Boys because them boys were bad. Them boys were cold. Yeah, yeah that's, facts. But, that's facts. Yeah, no, I think that's if the facts. defense just stays as as good and consistent and just unstoppable and everyone's recognizing it and it leads you to obviously a lot in the playoffs and stuff like that, I think it has to be Micah. I don't think there's yeah, been an offensive I, player just yet right now that's like blowing yeah. your mind. That's like, oh, dude, he's MVP. I mean, you have Jada, I think it's going to be after... I think it's gonna be a, it's gonna have to be a perfect storm where there's like not a offensive player that's not like super like just going crazy. But Mahomes at that a slow start. Yeah, I, I think that that like I think that's pretty valid. I I, I could see it happening. I think mm-hmm. it is a hot take because I, I think it's pretty like it's not super likely that it happens, but I think it's fair. I think it's a good take. Was there was like last it. time someone else that wasn't a quarterback or just even a defensive player? What Lawrence Taylor, the guy that everyone keeps comparing Micah to? Yeah, had had to be LT. Had to be that mm-hmm. LT to to win MVP on the defensive side. And I think on offense side, had to have been a running back, maybe Sean Alexander, LaDainian Tomlinson, somebody in, in that yeah. in that era, the mid, mid early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, that's, I like it. I think it's a good take. I think it's a good take. 
preach. Um, preach. And then my hot take is um, it's kind of not as much a hot take as like a you know rhetorical question. Is um, you know everybody was hyping up the 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 UT Alabama game and so, you know oh like it's battle heavyweights and because Texas ends up winning that game, you know are are is Texas back? Are they really a good team? Are they national national title favorites now? But my question is, what if UT and Alabama just both aren't good and they're not I, I think they're both I think they're both good teams and I think they're both like I think Alabama's an eight win team, nine win team. I think Texas is an eight or nine win team. They have a pretty easy schedule. But like what if what if they're not, you know, what if neither of the teams are good? I mean, Bama like doesn't have a quarterback and they just ha- barely won in a dogfight against University of um South Florida. And in Florida or Texas, um, you know, is kind of com- having to work and compete against Wyoming. Uh, and like, what if neither of them are any good? And that you know, really, the I think the Big Twelve is a little bit more open than than people are thinking. With you know, just assuming that Texas and OU are going to be the ones that are playing in, in the Big Twelve championship. And I think that there's still a lot of really good teams in the Big Twelve that could compete. I mean, we already talked about BYU, Kansas. Uh, Tech, uh, not really tech anymore, but like Kansas, uh, Kansas State still can make some noise. Um, UCF is undefeated, and and TCU is is you know getting better every week. So, I, you know, I I don't know if Texas is as good as they are as as good as they they should be. So, I mean, they obviously still are favorites, but to win the for sure the Big Twelve and and to make a run in the playoffs. But yeah, that's that's kind of my hot take is you know just put it out there. You know, maybe Texas isn't as good. Uh, as people thought they are because they beat Alabama, but you know maybe they just beat Alabama because Alabama stinks. So that's that. There you go. Yeah, I guess we'll find out, man. It's a long season. Yeah, that's we'll a find long out season. soon enough. Fraud or not? Yeah, man. You got any, you got any uh, got any final thoughts or anything like that? No, man. I'm hoping that we're at a high again. It was fun last week. I promise you. Last yeah. episode was fun. Hey. I was at a high. We were at a high. Ooh. Ranges were good. Hey, we're we're winning six four. Six four. Uh, that means another opportunity for the bullpen to blow it. <laughs> Going into the eighth, six four. So, yep. Well, yeah, man. Well, cool. Well, that is pretty much it for another episode of Austin and Ollie. Um, you know, guys, go go follow us on social media. So that it'll be in the description. But we're on Instagram at at Austin underscore and underscore Ollie. Um, on TikTok at, at Austin and Ollie. Um, I think my Twitter is at ATX Nav. Your Twitter is at OP, a, OP underscore Placentia 8 official. Uh, OP, I changed it to it? Ollie Placentia because I couldn't get the Perfect. underscore on our graphic. So now every all my medias are Ollie uh, Placentia now. Yeah. Perfect. So everything, you know, so yeah, on the graphic, our, our social medias will be there. Um, our graphic for the TikTok social media is on our graphic as well. So yeah, man, mm-hmm. um, go follow us, go check us out, interact with us, please. Um, we're putting out, you know, some lines here and there. So we'll have, uh, some predictions for the Thursday night game. We'll have college games on Saturday, NFL games on Sunday, and we might even throw a little, uh, throw a little bit of a Monday night football in there for next week. If we can get around to it, yep. throw some TikToks mm-hmm. up. Um, go interact, go like, go comment. Um, obviously, podcast wise, um, Apple's, uh, Spotify, YouTube, subscribe. You know, if you are so inclined, you know, give us a little five stars. I think we're we're doing our whoop, best whoop, here. We're getting a little on. bit better every week. So, yeah, man. Um, with that, thank you guys so much for listening. 
Um, and that was this week's episode of Austin Ollie, a sports podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.